Good morning, everybody. Shkalom daf yudzayin. Quick chazaru of what we learned on daf tezayin. The gemara daf tezayin. Rav was going through the halachas of the shemana mishra who had to be anointed. The gemara explained that a king has to be anointed. The son of a king does not have to be anointed unless there's a machlekes and you do have to anoint him. The gemara says that certain people were anointed not with the shemana mishra but with this other oil. For example, if it was after the time that the shemana was hidden away, or if they were not a king from Malchus Yehuda, they were Malchus Yisrael. The halachas that they were not allowed to be anointed with the shemana mishra, so they would be anointed. With this other type of oil, I think we're on the bottom of the machlekes. That when we talk about the measurements of the iron, we're talking about using a tefachim of. Are we talking about amas of six tefachim or five tefachim? The Gemara Lamez made the exact calculations. Basically, the machlekes was whether the sefer was in the iron as well. And we saw some interesting Gantic Gemaras about the aseres of debris about the luchos. Today, by the Hashem, we're going to start with the mission of the bottom of the design. Lamez is going to discuss. Where exactly they used to bow down? The mission before brought down they used to bow down the thirteen places in the base of Megiddo. So the mission is going to discuss where exactly that was. The Gemara is going to go through where those locations were. Why exactly? What's the case that they bowed down? Another opinion: Why they used to bow down in that place? Then the Gemara is going to have interesting Agathic Gemaras about La'as and Lavai when Mashiach comes. That is the Gemara is going to dash in different sukkim and then the Gemara on the base is going to bring down the Mishnah, which is going to teach us the halachas of where the shulchanis were, where the tables were, and. What exactly was done on those tables? So let's pick up in the bottom of that to Zion and Beis. It says the Halakim Mishnah. Where exactly? We said before in the Mishnah that there were 13 places that they bowed down. Where were those 13 places that when a person would walk in the base of English, he would bow down? It says the Mishnah Arab Bitsaf and four in the north of the base of the Chatzar. Vayar Bedarim, four in the south part of the Chatzar. Sholish Bemizrach, Ushtayim, Mayrev, Kinegad, Shlaisha, Asr, Sharm. There were 13 gates, which the Mishnah is going to speak out. So Kinegad, those 13 gates, every time a person would pass a gate in the base of English, they would bow down as a covet for the base of English, says the Gemara. The southern gates were closer to the west side. Shara Elyon, meaning we're going in the order of closer to the west side. Shara Elyon, there was the Shara Elyon, the Shara Delak, the gate where they used to light. Shara Bechiris, the gate where the Bechirim used to go in. Shara Mayim, and the gate of the water. Asks the Mishnah, why was it called Shara Mayim? Explains the Mishnah, that's where they would bring the water. That's where they bring the flasks of water from Nisach Mayim. That's why it's called the Shara Mayim. Rabazim Yakim, Rabazim Yakim says, Baya Mayim Fachim. That is the gate where the water would trickle through. And eventually, that word is going to go out from the base of English, which the Gemara is going to explain that a miracle is going to happen. We'll see tons of words going to flow out from the base of English. Says, continues the Mishnah. Now we're going to the northern gates. So it says the Mishnah, the northern gates, starting from the west side. Shar Yechanya, Shar Karban. Shar ha nashim and Shar Shir Velamanik Shmai Shar Yechanya. And it's interesting, the, the Mishnah only asks on specific ones, but asks the Mishnah, why was it called Shar Yechanya? Explains the Mishnah, Shabbat Yatsi Yechanya Megalusay. That's where Yechanya, when he left, to, when he went into Golis, he left through that gate. That's why forever was called Shar Yechanya. Says the Mishnah, the last five gates, Shabbat Mizrach Shar Nikonur, and the east side, Shar Nikonur, Ushnei Pishpashim Layalai, and added two small gates next to it, Achamini Vachmat Smalai, one on each side, Ushnei Bimayir of Layalai, and there were two gates in the west that did not have a specific name. It says the Helgigmar Masnis Naba Yaisa Banyachani, our Mishnah is going according to the opinion of Rabba, why Damar Kanegish Layshat Sha'arim? Because he's the of the opinion that there were thirteen gates in the base of English and they would bow down connect those gates. However, according to the Rabbanon, they hold they hold that there were only seven gates in Azara, seven gates in the courtyard. So it must be our Mishnah is going according to the opinion of Abayus. Says the Gemara So according to the Chum, the Gemara is assuming that they would still bow down in thirteen places. So the question is, why would they bow down in thirteen places if there weren't thirteen gates? And says the Gemara, we have another shot. Because the Mishnah said, Shalish Ashim Pirtzai Sayyubai, there were 13 Pirtzais. In the times of the Hashemunayim, there were 13 Pirtzais. The non Jews made 13 breaches in the base of Megish, a Pirtzai Machayavan. When the Machayavan came in, they made 13 breaches in the wall. And when the Hashemunayim came back, 
they fixed the breaches. And those places, they were guys that a person should bow down to. Remember the Nisim, to remember that the Chashmanayim fixed up those places. So that's according to the opinion of the Chacham, that all there were seven gates gate to the Mason Magnish. The reason why we bowed down 13 places is because of the Chashmanayim. says, Now, from this point till the end of the Gemara on the bottom, we're going to bring down second discussing lots of love, and we're going to dash on those seconds. So it says the Gemara Ksif, the Pasuk says, in regards to the Akhrasa Yam Hayyab Yamahu Yetsumayam Chaim Yushalayim, that Lez Hashem Lassa Lovely War is going to go up from the base of Megash. Explain to the Gemara Tani. We learned in a Bryce, the base Kayesh Akadashim out of Parechas, it currently is Sila Kili. That from the Kayesh Akadashim until the Parechas, the water would go out in trickles, it wouldn't go out very strong, like the horns of these very small snails. The Gemara is going to explain that in the base of Megash itself, the water wasn't so strong, wasn't so big. However, as it got further and further away from the base of Megash, it would get more and more powerful. So in the beginning, it was just this very small stream of water. As it went from the Parechas to the Mizbech Hazav, it got a little bit bigger, it got the size of the horns of the grasshoppers. From the Mizbech of, of from the golden Mizbech until the Azara, it was like the chut of the shasi. The, 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 the every loom is made up of shasi strings and air strings. The shasi strings are the vertical strings, which are a little bit thinner, and the air strings are the horizontal are the horizontal strings, which are a little bit thicker. So explains the Gemara. So from the Mizbech Azav was like the strings of the sh- the shasi strings, the vertical strings not so wide. And Azara is on as it went further out. Of the Azara till the entrance of the base of the base of Migdash, it got even wider, like the horizontal string. Mikan ve'elach says the Gemara. From here on, kimi piapach. From here on, it went from like the mouth of a flask. It got wider and wider. Now this continues the Gemara. Except the pasuk says v'hine mayim mifachim in our kosef ayiminus that the water trickled out from the right side of the base of Migdash. And the pasuk says b'teis eish kadam v'kav v'yadav v'yamav elef ba'amo v'vreni b'mayim miyasof. It sounds like there was so much water. Uh, now it says the Gemara, Adkar Sula, that uh, up until a thousand Amis away from the base of Migdash, the water got up to your ankles, meaning that this water, which continued after the base of Migdash, it got higher and higher. So a thousand, up to a thousand Amis after the base of Migdash was up to your ankles. So now another thousand Amis, that uh, two thousand Amis up from the base of Migdash, the water went up to a person's knees. Then when you get out, 3,000 amas at the base of English, I got up all the way until the thigh. From here onwards, it was such a strong water. That even these large boats can't pass across this water. That the water was so strong, was so large, so powerful, that even great ships couldn't pass by my time. What's up, shot? The Apostolic says that things, that things are not going to cross. What's that? That it's so difficult to cross. Because the water is so strong and it's not possible to swim it. Now, how do we know what does Meisachu mean? It is too strong to swim across. It says, how do you know that Sachu means to swim? Because in our place, he explained that we call swimming Sachbana. So we see the Lashon of Sachu is Lashon of swimming. That's what the Pazik is telling you that it's going to be too strong. The water is going to be too powerful to swim across. Says the Gemara. Now we're going to bring another raya that attacker means swimming. Appears at the pasuk. Appears the other be kibbutz kasher yifars hasechel lischais. We see that attacker referring to a swimmer. So we see lashon of sach was lashon of swimming. Says the Gemara. Ma'ul lischais. What does it mean lischais? Amar Rabbi Yosi Bar. Amar Rabbi Yosi Bar. Rabbi Bain. It's referring to water, which everybody speaks about across the whole world. Everybody's going to talk about the miracle of this water. 
Says the Gemara Baiter, Ksiv the Pasuk says, continuing the Arshling, the Psukim about the stream, which is going to happen in the Yemais Mashiach. Ksiv the Pasuk says, Vayemahu, Yemakar, Niftach, Lebeis, David, Yeshu, Shalayim, Lechatas, Lenida. That says the Gemara. The Gemara is going to explain what this Pasuk is referring to. Shwabar Nachum, Shem, Rabbi Yenasan, Rebeis, David, Vadi, from Beis, David, Vadi, Yeshu, Yushalayim, until the edge of Yushalayim. Kishem, Lenida, Lechatas, Lachas, that this stream is going to be allowed to be used by people who, by Nidais, by people who need Mechatas. They are allowed to use this water. However, Mikan Ve'elech may Tervitzheim. However, from Yushalayim and onwards, it's a mixture of spring water and rainwater. The halacha is that Anida can be in both rainwater and spring water. However, the Mechatas has to be done specifically from spring water. So, Kishayim Anida, Psul Mechatas. From there on, it's only Kasher as Menida, not as Mechatas. Since you have rainwater mixed in, it's possible for the Mechatas. Says the Gemara Belazer, based on that Yeshu Yushalayim. He has another Pshan, it's possible. Kishayim Anida, Lechatas. From Til Yushalayim, it's Kasher for Anida and Chatas. However, Mikan Ve'elech may Kaf, may Kaf Risasein. Their waters of literally means that they're water of a slope, which means they used to put a board down to slope it down. And the Allah is that that's puzzle for Nidan Khatas, Psul and Nidal Khatas. The Allah is that water which is pushed down by a clee. That is possible to use. It's not rainwater, it's not spring water, and therefore it's possible to use Salinida Salachat. Continues the Gemara Darshaning, the Psikmini Cheskov here, about the rivers and the streams that surround Yushalayim, as well as the miraculous river, which is going to happen. The Gemara Darshan, Zayam Shal Samcha, it's referring to the Yam of Samcha. The Pazis of Ayar Du Al Rabba, Zayam Shal Tvar, it's referring to the Sea of Tveria, Uba Yama. And the pasuk which says the Yama, what's which she's referring to? Zayamach, it's referring to Yamach. Says the word the next pasuk says Zayama Mutsam. Zayamagal, that's referring to the Yamagal. Explains the word. Why talk is it called the expanding water? Why is it called the expanding river? It's called the the water which expanded because of the two times that the water overflowed. The Yamagal overflowed. When did it overflow? Says the One time in the Dar of Enish. One time in the Dar of Flaga. The water overflowed, and that's why it's called Yamagal. It's called Mu'utsim because it expanded and it overflowed. It says the Gemara writer, Blazer Bashim Rachanina Bershan Yatsu Ad Kalbriya. The first time when it overflowed, when the Amgal overflowed, it went all the way to Kalbriya. Bashni Yatsu Ad Kipi Babriya. And the second time when it overflowed, it went all the way to Babriya, the Babri coast, all the way down to Africa. So, the, so that's why it's taka called the Yamutsim, the water which expands, the water which overflows. He has another shot where it overflowed. The first time it overflowed, it went to the Kippa And The second time it went all the way to Aka and Yafa. The Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, That's going to go until there and not going to go any further. Until Aka, it's going to go, it's not going to go past Aka. The Pasuk says, concludes, and the waves are going to show the godless. And we dash an ad yafai, ashit's going galech. What it means is that until yafai, it's going to go. And then after yafai, it's not going to expand. So that's why he dash and then you see the water is going to go, or the water overflowed, till yafai and ako. Says the Gemara, going back to the miraculous stream, which is going to come out of the base of Megisha. So we understand the Pasuk before, the Pasuk before, which was just quoting Chaskal, said that the water in the base of English is going to go to all those other rivers, the Yamamelech, to the, the, the Sea and Tveria, to the Yamagad. Also explains the Gemara, we understand why it's going to go to the Yama, the, to the Yamagado and to the Yamamelech because Bishilamaskin. It makes sense that the water from the Mesa Mikish is going to go to those, those rivers because we assume this miraculous water is very sweet. So therefore it's going to go to those waters to sweeten them up. However, Yam the Tver, Yam the Samchu, however, the, the Yama and Tver, the Sea and Tver and the, and the Sea and Samchu, they're already sweet. So why do we need that the water from the Mesa Mikish comes into, why, is, why do we need that it flows into their waters? Explains the Gemara, the Rabbis dig awesome because the water is going to come, it's going to multiply their fish. The Pasuk says, Lamina ti digasam. And we dash in the mini minimum to the gospel. There's going to be multiples and multiples of fish. That's why the water needs to come to the base. So Mingash is going to bring a bracha of so many different types of fish. Continues the Gemara. Tony, we learned in a Brisa that this concept exists that there could be many different fish in one place. 
There's a story that I once went to Tzaytan, we had some Mishalash Mace, Mini Dug, and Mitamka Yachli. Brought me over 300 different types of fish in one platter. Says the Hagig Marbaiter, continuing dash from the Psukim, Mini Cheskal, Venipu, Amai, Mitsaisa, Vugava, Vayapu Lamach, Nitnu. War is going to become sweet, and nothing else is going to need to be sweetened. Now ask, because the first part of the Pasuk says it's going to be sweetened, and then the Pasuk says that uh, war is not going to be sweet. Explains the war. There's a place called and in that place, the war is not going to be sweetened because we do need an area that, that we're able to collect salt water, that we're, el- that we're going to be able to collect salt. So in one specific area, it's not going to be sweetened. However, the rest of the war is less of are going to be sweetened. Says the Gemara. the pasuk says, that along that stream, this miraculous stream, the fruits are going to be delicious. None of the leaves are going to wither. Everything's going to be great around that stream. Time to go to the rice. Mark explains that miracles are going to happen. Lots of love that nowadays. It takes grains approximately six months to grow. And a tree takes twelve. It takes one year in order for it to have fruit. I've lost love. I've lost love. The grain is going to grow in a month. And the tree is going to bear fruit in two months. My time about the child. The pasuk says in regards to lost love. The chadash of yivakher. That in its months it's going to give new fruit. And Chadashav is Lashon of plural. So we assume that the Miyat of Miyat Rab Mishnaim. So we assume that in two months it's going to give up fruit. And if, if the trees are going to give fruit in two months, so we said before that the grain is generally half the time of the, of the trees, that's why we assume that the grain is going to grow in one month. It says the Gemara, another Mahalach, another Pshat, another Pshat, that it's going to take 15 days for the grain to grow, and the trees are going to grow in one month. I'm going to learn more about this, but that there was a nace that occurred in the times of Yol, that the grain grew in 15 days, and the error was able to be brought from that, Wheat. My time was Shabbat eighteen. Gilu v'simchu b'Hashem lekechem. Gnasam mechamas hamayr. Let's talk of the yard lechem geshem. Mayr makish perishin. That the rain, which generally takes a long time to happen, the first rain and the second rain happened. All happened in one month, and the grain grew in fifteen days. Says the Gemara. Mamakayim reis lechadash yivakar. Asks the Gemara. Okay, what does the reis do with the pasuk of lechadash yivakar, which sounds like? That's going to take a tree two months to give fruit, and not one month. And says the understands the pasuk not that it's going to take a multiples of months in order to grow. Rather, it means that in every single month it's going to bear fruit. says the Gemara. The end of the pasuk says that the leaves are not going to wither next to the stream. What's that referring to? Rechon says person who sucks and is going to be able to eat it. Utraf because lashon of traf means food. So therefore, what the pasuk is saying is you're going to you're going to be able to suck out the leaves, and that's going to be food. Ravishmul, another Malach, what the Pasuk means. Ravishmul, Ravishmul, no, they understand it literally. That's actually going to be, it's not going to wither, you're going to be able to use it to heal. Ravishmul, Chadamar, Lahatir, Pesh, Elmailan. It's Machlegis, what it can heal. One learned that it could heal Pesh, Elmailan, which means that a person who lost his taste will restore his appetite, will restore his taste. Chadamar, Lahatir, Pesh, Elmailan. One said that the leaves. Have the capacity, if a person's constipated, it will relieve him of his symptoms. Says the Gemara, Once it means that a person who has these leaves, who's an Akara, who's barren, will be able to, give, will be able to have children. One learns that if a person who's mute, who isn't able to speak, he'll have these leaves and he'll be able to speak again. Says the other Gemara, right, going back to the 13 places that they used to bow down, connect the 13 gates. And we said opposite them were the gates. Says the Says the Elegi Gemara at the time when Nebuchadnezzar came up to Eretz Yisrael, Bavi Yashav Lei B'Dayfani Shalantuchi. He was waiting outside in the outskirts of Antuchi. Of Yatsu Sanajin Galil across the Sanajin Galil went out to greet him. Amar Lei said to him, He gives man a bias as a lecharv. Is the time of the basement should be destroyed? Amar Lei said back to him, Oyslishem Lachti Lechem Tenuli. He said back to him, Give me the king that I pointed over, and I'll go. I'll go on my way. Bavi Amar Lei Yachem Lach Yehuda. So they came to they came to Yachem, the king of Yehuda, and Nebuchadnezzar Bavi Lecha, and they told him that Nebuchadnezzar is calling you. He's summoning you. Kim to Shamayin Kach when he heard. 
And the Muchanatsu was waiting outside to destroy Yishalayim, to destroy the base of Migdash. She took the keys of the base of Migdash in his hand. All the guys went up to the roof of the Hechel. In the olden days, in the past, we were in a manu, we were trustworthy to Akadish Baruch. And you gave over the keys of the base of Migdash to us because we were able to take care of it. However, nowadays, it's not as it. Where the times that we're living, we are not in a manu anymore, and that's where the base of Migdash is going to be destroyed. We're giving, I am giving back the keys to you. The Gemara brings down two verses. What happened next? One man number says that he threw them up to Shemaim and he didn't come down afterwards. One man number says, Another shot says that a hand came down from Shemayim and took the keys from him. Says the Gemara, Once all the people in Yehuda, Kleinsol, saw, the noble people in Kleinsol saw what happened, that they saw they threw up the keys. They, they went up to the top of the roofs and they jumped off and they died. That's what the Pasuk says. They all went up to the roofs, they fell down and they killed themselves. That was the tragic story of Kleinstrahl during the Bayes Rishon. Now it is interesting to discuss over here what is that mutter or how is the mutter what Kleinstrahl did that they went up to the roof and they killed themselves. That should be an issue of suicide, whether you hold that suicide is like Ritzicha or you hold suicide is a separate issue. Separate Isser, but how is the mother? So, this Kasha is really addressed by the Rishayim Lacharim in other places in Sechus Gidin and other places where we find that people committed suicide. People, for example, the Gemara Gidin talks about how 300, 300 boys they ended up killing themselves, and the Rishayim discuss. Then in specific instances, for example, in the Gemara Gittin, or in other places where a person is afraid he's going to be captured by non-Jews and forced to do a virus, or a person is afraid that's going to make a chal Hashem, or in specific instances, uh, suicide is mutter, and that's also Allah over here, this specific case, suicide would be permitted. Says the Helegah Mishnah Vaiter. Moving on to the 13 tables in the Mesa Megish. 13 tables in the Mesa Megish, and many shall shayish, but base Mechaim. Eight which are made out of marble, which were in the place where they used the shack, and shalayim adichas akravayim, in that area, they would clean out the insides of the animals. Ushnayim and Marav Akavis, and two were on the west side of the ramp. One was made out of marble, one was made out of silver. The table which is made out of marble, they placed a varm, they placed the limbs, and on the silver one, they would place the klishars. Two tables were in the ulam near the door of the. One was made out of marble, one was made out of gold. When he would go in, he would place the lechem upon him on the marble table. When he would leave, he would place the lechem upon him on the golden table. Why? There's a lacha that we generally try to go up in Kedusha, and that's why you would first put it on the lower table, and then you would put it on the more expensive table. You can finish up the Mishnah. And then there was one golden table inside the base of Megdash, that that's where. The Lachma Panam was stored the entire week. Says the Algigamar Tani, we have a Brysa which says that the table that used to put the Lachma Panam was not made out of marble, rather it was made out of Kasaf. Alshal Kasaf was placed on a table of Kasaf on silver. Says the Gemar. They were once going to speak to Rabbi Yechon, less Kanshal Kasaf. They said that our mission does not say Kasaf. Our mission says marble. And explains the Gemar why Taka can't. Can't it be made out of silver? Why does it have to be made out of marble? Because silver heats up, it's a metal, it gets hot very quickly. And therefore, we don't want to put the lachma panim on this table because it may spoil the bread. Now, ask the Gemara, are we really concerned that the bread's going to get spoiled if we put it on a hot table? The whole lachma panim was a nace, so why, why wouldn't it be an issue? What would be the problem of putting it down? Like, can't Danny ask the Gemara, we learned in the Bryce, Zachman needs some shalas of Mesamigash, this is one of the miracles that happened in Mesamigash. Just like when they put the lachma panim down, it was hot, we cleared it, it was still hot. 
Zach, you tell me we should be concerned. You put it down on the table, it's going to get spoiled. That the bread was hot when the day that it was removed. So how could we, why would we be concerned to put it on a table for a few minutes that it would get spoiled? And to the Gemara, you're right that there was an ace. However, says, We can't bring rice and mice and nisim, which the Rishayim understand. That means is that we don't rely on an ace. And therefore, was made, the table is made of marble, not made out of silver. Continues the Gemara, Boy, come on, Rabbi Elo. They asked Shabbos about what is Allah if they don't have new bread? Can you leave the old bread another week? Says the Gemara Amarlani Sabak and said the Pasik says, Allah is you always have to have bread on the on the on the table, even if it is possible, meaning even if it's a week old, Allah is you have to leave it. So again, if they had they made Lachapana one week and it was there for a week and now they didn't have any new bread, Allah is you keep it on for another week, it's okay. Says the Gemara Sarshanas Asar Shlaimit, ten tables, Shlaimit made the Khsu the Pasikas Vyashanas Asarmiyachmail. Shlomo uh, Melch made ten tables, five on the right side of the table that Moshe made, and five on the left side. In Tamar Chamisha B'Darim Chamisha B'Tzafin. Then if you say that five of the tables were in the south and five were in the north, Allah in Shachan Kasher El B'Tzafin. The Lachas are all the tables have to be in the north. Shemuel the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says Vashochan Titanal Tzalat Tzafin has to be placed in the northern side. So Matam Lamer Chamisha Mivin Chamisha B'Smalz. Amar, what does it mean? Five on the right side, five on the left side. Says Gemara Chamisha Mivin Shochan Shel Moshe Chamisha Mismaile. Rather, like we explained originally when we read the Gemara. It means that five were on the side, were on the right side of the table of Moshe, and five were on the left side of the table of Moshe. Ravada, they were all on the north side in the base of the Midrash because Allah has the table is only kosher if it's in the right side. Says the Gemara, but says the Gemara, the Bryson continues and says that even though Shlaim Amalek made these five tables, Allah was that they only used the original table that Moshe made for the Lachma Panim. Shlaim Amalek says, it's a Asher Allah, Lachma Panim, the table which the Lachma Panim is placed on, Lashen Yachin, not Lashen Rabbim. It sounds like they only used one table. Says the Gemara, we have a Machlaikis about there. Rebbe says, they know you would put the lachman upon on all the tables because the pasuk says Shenemar saw shochanayis falayim lachman. We have a lashon of rabbim over here. Hapanim. It sounds like the tables were placed. The, I'm sorry, the bread was placed on multiple tables. Tani we learned in the brayis and Mizrach and the tables were placed from east to west lengthwise. Divrei rabbi. That's a rabbi. Also, Lezer Bar of Shimon Amar Lezer. Shimon says no. It's from the Darma Yinusin. They're placed lengthwise from north to south. Now ask because the Gemara Mizrach and Bar of Nicha. According to the Gemara, it says it was placed east to west. It makes sense. Kulin Ruin Lasher. They're all fit to be used because, like we explained, they're all they were all in the north side. It was kosher. If you range from north to south, it comes out some of the tables were in the south side. So how could you use them? The Gemara leaves this as a kasha. The Gemara does not answer this kasha. Again, we'll see more about this tomorrow. Exactly the measurements in the base of Migdash and where things were placed. That will pick up the conversation tomorrow. But as quick as we saw today, the Gemara on the Manalif brought down why we bathed in 13 places, connected to 13 gates. That only works with my number holds. There were 13 gates, even though there were 7 gates. The reason why we bathed in those 13 places is because. When the Chashmonim came back in, they found 13 pirzois, 13 breaches, they fixed it up. That's why we bowed down in those 13 places. I think where I brought down these Pesukim describing this, this river that's going to come on the base of Mingish and all the miracles that the river is going to do. And we spent time darshaning the Pesukim regards to that river. And then we said the Gemara on the base brought down 13 tables, where those 13 tables were. The Gemara just concluded with the Machlaikis whether the new tables which they put in were those used or they were just placed on the right side and the left side of Mesha's table, but only the original table that Mesha made was used for Lachamah upon him. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.